Hello and welcome to Produced By. Just quickly before we begin, if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by joining our Patreon. You can choose from a list of memberships and will receive some exciting rewards. Thank you and back to the episode. Hello, Jenny. Thank you for joining us today and welcome to the show. Can you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Janie and I'm a 3D animator. Um, I've been in the game industry for almost two years, animating um, various game animations. Um, I've been also like, I'm like specialized in Maya and also mm-hmm. I work in Unity as well. So I also graduated in um, 3D animations and games at 2020 uh, with first class honors. And mm-hmm. yeah, I've I looked for a job during COVID, and that's when I landed um, my first job. So I worked in two uh, studios. Mm. Thank you. So it sounds like you were uh, lucky or fortunate that your first job was already like uh, in the industry. Mm. Really, yeah. like it was <laughs> like um, especially when it was around COVID. Like it was kind of nerve wracking because it was. We were in an unknown period and everything was all relying on computers. Well, I guess was, I guess it was um, like a blessing in disguise because it made me kind of knuckle down um, alone in the computer. And it's mm-hmm. not as if I was, <laughs> it's not as if I was missing out in anything outside because everything was in poor stage. So yeah, yeah I was very lucky. Mm. <laughs> Cool. And can we start uh, with your background? Can you say where do you come from? As in like my uh, personal background, as in ethnicity? I mean, or... are you, were you born in London or do you come somewhere oh. from outside? I was born and raised in Southeast London. Mm-hmm. And my workplace so... is actually uh, based in Liverpool right now. It's called Drawing Code. So I'm working uh-huh. remotely and sometimes I visit there to like work oh. with the technology is it required to go there or is it to socialize with others um it's for an animator um it's good to know like we don't i guess i don't really need to always visit visit it unless it's a high priority um Mm -hmm. especially if i need to understand the technology that's happening i can't like say too much but we are using a vr set and working with that and ar so mm-hmm. from it's kind of complex but at the same complex but at the same time um if you were to experience it you'll understand it but i can't like uh verbally say it and yeah, if yeah, um, i need to understand it and also just fix things or just experience it properly like the the, <laughs> the experience that we're working on then mm-hmm. yeah i will have to go there. socializing yeah. wise we do have an a Christmas fest going on, which was around mm-hmm. uh, December to seventh. Oh, nice! Yeah, but it sounds exciting VR stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what um, university did you study? Was that Middlesex? In Middlesex. Uh, I did study in Middlesex University. Um, I studied there for three years and achieved the bachelor's, uh, first mm-hmm. class honors, three D animation games, and I made loads of friends there. And yeah, I learned. Well, I'll say like the projects were mainly for 3D modelers. I was like pretty much the only one that wanted to pursue 3D animation. Um, so it was kind of difficult. How come, how come was it? 
How come like, I was the only anime? Yeah, yeah. Or people weren't anime? interested. I guess so. Like, I think the modules were um, quite more like um, it was. How do I say this? It was more for three D modelers, I guess. It weren't very three animated related. I wasn't able to mm-hmm. play much animations with um, certain rigs, so I didn't get much um, experience in animation there. I did use Anim Dojo, which was um, an animation course online, so mm-hmm. that was really useful. But yeah, that was a really good time um, back then. Mm. And as you mentioned, you got first class. Was it uh, that easy <laughs> or were you such a good student? <laughs> um, was it easy? I'd say um, I never found it like challenging in a way that's like, well, I guess it was challenging. I've, I think I just enjoyed it more than I did find it hard because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess I had like great people there we all kind of wanted to make something cool while keeping each other company it was kind of a mm-hmm. very interesting experience and it's a one of the highlights of my like life as of now because of just the interesting stories that came out of university um we did have like a 24 hour room that everyone used to um sit and work but i was like during first year and it got, kind of left um after two years <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And can you say a bit more about the specific projects that you worked on? For example, what was the final project in the first year, in the second year, and the final one in the third year? Wow. Um, I think the first year was more about um generally getting used to different um sets of like the roles. So I did double animation, but it wasn't much. I think we did some diorama, as I say, it? diorama, environment anime, environment three D models. <laughs> so and sorry, you said model, like dub, double animation is like two D, or what does double animation mean? Just three D, but we did do two D, um, uh-huh. just for bouncing ball, because I think they wanted. What they wanted to try make us understand were squash and stretch, and spacing and timing, um, but that was like a bouncing ball in two D, and mm-hmm. I guess we did a very 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 short brief of animation in terms of um, like a pose and a, another pose, like how to how Maya works overall on the mm-hmm. first year, and then the second year was mainly to do with. Oh, how was second year? I think it was like um trying to specialize, but we didn't really specialize. Something along the lines. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, um, nice. Yeah, it's been a while. And but you mentioned a few yeah. times, a few times uh, Maya. So for people who don't know anything about animation or yep. VFX, what is Maya? Maya is a program that's um specific for. Well, I wouldn't say specific. It's mainly for rigging, 3D animation, 3D modeling. It's basically a program for 3D work, and it's usually used for in the industry, um, such as film or uh, games. So it's very um, a very known uh, program. Mm-hmm. So is, mm-hmm. is it like industry standard 
pretty much. I would. I mean, is Blender is coming up because Blender is for free. So Blender is oh, another yeah. kind of like yeah, Blender is another three D modeling or animation tool. A program, sorry, and because that is for free and Maya isn't. Who knows? Maybe people would <laughs> go for Blender. <laughs> Maybe even prefer so which it. One, it looks great. Which, yeah, which one do you prefer? Do you have a favorite program? <laughs> um, Because I specialize in Maya, I would say Maya. I haven't mm -hmm, used yeah. a Blender, but it does look quite... I say it's more inviting looking. <laughs> mm -hmm. It yeah, looks yeah, a lot yeah. more like modernized. And because it's for free, that is a big bonus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And sorry, I interrupted you before. Uh, so what I think you are uh, talking about the projects at the university. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I don't, I can't remember much about the first two years, but I do remember specializing, trying to um, work in, like improve my animation um, during the last year. And that is when I was trying to create my first reel. Uh, so for, <laughs> Um, when you are trying to apply for a job outside in the productions, you need a reel to show your um, skills. So a reel is basically a videos, like shots of your animation skills. And mm -hmm. I was trying to create as many, um, or just practice, especially practice, because as I mentioned, the project for the first two years weren't very particular in animation. So I had to make sure that I had to relearn, um, learn it properly through Anim <laughs> Dojo, which is an animation course, and kind of mm -hmm. dedicate that final year. I would say mainly the last few months of that year, just completely in that zone. And I remember like we were, because we, it was COVID, I graduated like later. So I graduated around September and I just kept going. I just mm -hmm. kept going. And I... Um, I was learning how to do post pose. Uh, that's basically it is it is kind of self explanatory. It's just basically posing a character, a character rig in one pose to the other, and then adding a breakdown, which is a breakdown is basically mm -hmm. the transitional pose from one another. So I was learning different sets of um, like different I won't say different workflows but I was learning the terminology and learning the principles and trying to apply it the first time well for the first time during that um during that period mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and what is what is rig can you explain rig sure so a rig is basically if you see like um for instance for instance um Pixar or any kind of movie or maybe even games or whatever the props the 3d props the assets even um characters a rig is basically um the general terminology for controls of the character slash props so it's a puppet you mm -hmm. it always starts off as if it was a character it will start off as a t-pose so like that <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically think about like a just a general puppet like the string puppet mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. controls like this <laughs> yeah <laughs> and controls um you can control each limbs and body that's a rig that's like 
I wouldn't say, yeah, that's a rig. If you if you control mm-hmm. the 3D asset slash 3D asset slash uh, character slash props or whatever, that's yeah. a rig. Okay, cool. And with uh, in your final reel in the third year, what were maybe some you know assets that you created or some specifics about the, the reel so that we can get an idea of what you created or what were your skills like? Oh, okay. So I didn't really create the um, assets. Um, when you animate, you tend to just focus on the movement and <laughs> your thinking process of it. So when I was thinking about what I would add in my uh, uh, reel, it would be what can I like show? Like what's my, I wanted to show as much as I possibly can in terms of um, diversity. So for example, mm-hmm. I wanted to show lip sync. I wanted to show um, that I understood body mechanics. <laughs> I wanted to show that I, I wanted to show that I can story tell. Um, that's what I was mainly trying to show when I was creating a, uh, each shot. I was trying to see how I can make it diversity or diverse is it diverse Div- a diverse Di- i trying to make it is it a word? diverse what is it i don't know diverse <laughs> i think it, i think that's probably adjective or is it a verb no clue basically a diversity of shots to like um impress a a certain company back then mm-hmm. i was actually aiming towards uh movies or like tv so but I ended up in games, so yeah, that's what happened. It was, it was a. Um, I mean, I guess that's that's what you get from a three D animation and games degree. But mm-hmm. that was so it was unexpected, but it was really cool. Yeah, and before we continue, what, uh, why were you actually interested in this kind of career? Were you always into animation or three D or effects? Um, I got into animation when, <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows this, but you know, Miniclip is a, it is basically, um, an online gaming, um, place. So I want to say that actually, it's basically a website full of mini games. And one of the mm-hmm. mini games had a 2d animation, uh, tool that, and after that you basically create frame a frame by frame drawing so that you create a 2d animation mm-hmm. and i think that was like ah oh, that's that, that i made a character move my first <laughs> animation i made in that or 2d animation was a stick man farting and i thought i was so cool <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> so was it when when you were a child or was it just briefly before university or how long ago did you get interested in it? Well, specifically 3D animation, I never knew that really existed. I obviously loved like Pixar, like Toy Story, Monsters Inc, Bloody Nemo. Mm-hmm. I really loved those. Um, and I never knew 3D animation until I started trying to specialize in a creative subject. And I saw that 3D animation existed. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember applying towards, I remember applying at Middlesex University, uh, Greenwich University, um, Westminster, 
Escape Studios and Ravensbourne. And one of the one of them was 2D animation, but I was kind of leaning more towards 3D because my brother asked me, "Do you want to create this kind of animation?" Which is which he pointed at a <laughs> frozen <laughs> animation, or do you want to do 2D, which 2D? And he didn't point at anything, but just I think he showed me some. I can't remember what he showed me, but I. Mm-hmm. I just thought about like I just want to do 3D because I felt like I feel like the workflow for 2D, oh, I think it's a strenuous uh, like workflow, <laughs> and I completely yeah. appreciate. And also, <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate their efforts and quality mm-hmm. that comes out of. 2D, but my gosh, I don't think I can do it. Or maybe I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. So. Um... When you decided to uh, for your first job, how did you actually start looking for a job, uh, or what was the process like? So, as I mentioned, it was like COVID, so I didn't know what that like meant in the um, in like when I was applying. But that kind of it all kind of suggested that there were less jobs around. That's what everyone kind of um talked about like oh there's less jobs around because of covid we don't need Mm -hmm. people i guess um so i went down to kick a kickstarter scheme so that was like a a government um government what is it how do i explain it a a campaign for those who find it Mm -hmm. found it difficult um it's very specific for covid times um to like it helped a government campaign to help you find a job and fortunately um when i sent my cvs and um real to them they were able to find a studio that was looking for someone who is starting a new job and it turned out to be me oh nice (laughs) And it was yeah. related in the in the field that you wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, I was That's... definitely nervous to not um, get it. But... Yeah, and was uh, the I guess the industry was impacted by COVID a lot as well, right? Or do you know how was it? Since you know, people or artists can still work could still work from home although i guess back then people didn't really work from home so was it very impacted or not that much in my um first like when i went into the studio i assume, i assume that not many people come in i think that's what impacted um the game well get i was a game industry but that's what impacted like the camp uh, the studio that i went in um they allowed more remote working and or hybrid mm-hmm. working um so I, I guess that um was the impact and i guess that also influenced um the closeness i guess not want to say closeness because we were all kind of it was a very small studio so people knew each other um but i'll say that impacted the remote and hybrid i, I don't think it was like that before i think everyone was working inside the office mm-hmm. yeah so when when you started 
uh, were you also going to the office or remote or hybrid? Um, I was hybrid because I like the balance of um, working at home and working in the office because then you get to see people and you and it was my first job so I felt like I wanted to like yeah, understand yeah. people I always enjoy people's um I like watching people's work I remember a 3D artist was working beside me and I was just wowed at his um 3D skills and <laughs> I think it just helps uh -huh. like it's just more fun it's just more it also helps like distinguish like where is my relaxing time and also where is my working time mm -hmm. yeah yeah that makes sense and uh, how did you then enjoy your first job did it meet your expectations i never had any expectations i'd say i learned what i needed to learn i came with an open mind and it had its it was a very high demanding studio for for a mobile game <laughs> so it, it requested a lot i remember we had to create a game every month and because we were so highly pressured my onboarding stage wasn't smooth because it we were just i was just put in the deep end straight away like to give more context um <laughs> <laughs> the person asked me like my estimations before like what like how long I would take an animation before I even downloaded Maya before I downloaded Unity so it was highly pressured but it was a very mm -hmm. big learning experience and it did make me grow as an animator and as a person mm. yeah and you said they were making a new application each month a new game. Oh, new game. Yeah, sorry. That yeah. sounds very fast. Yeah. So in, in so a... want... No, yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say, what can you give just example? What kind of application is it? Because to me, it sounds very quick. So I cannot imagine how complex the application is or what kind of application it would be in such a short span of time mm -hmm. well i remember as soon as we get briefed we had to just go 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 <laughs> um i remember there were there weren't much uh how do i plan how do i say this the game designers will um will present a documents or powerpoints of what they um envision as a game as a whole and then the producer will then break it down to each of our teams so there will be a game developer team and then a 3d team and it will mainly be uh, between those two teams i believe i wouldn't say they broke it down broke down for marketing or i don't remember but when they do that, they basically, from there, it's like they create all the small tasks that's necessary to make the game function. And an example for my one will be uh, animate the monster eating or animate the monster jumping into the bath. So it'll be very mm -hmm. vague, but also 
open to interpretation, which is great for me because then I get to creatively input um, a an action. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also too vague because then there'll be conflict <laughs> in ideas. <laughs> but um, yeah, 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 we managed. We managed. <laughs> so there was so a how much? Of... No, I'm sorry. Didn't want to interrupt. No, no, that's okay. I was just gonna say, how much creativity did you have, or was it like you didn't really know? Tried something to see if it's too much or if it's you know. How did you know how much creativity you can use? Oh, um, a part of me knew they. It was a slow understanding that they may not knew, like they didn't know specifically what they wanted. But at the same time, <laughs> knew what they wanted, <laughs> so I had to present something <laughs> first, and then they will give feedback on what they want. It was a very um, long-winded process, but um, you know, I had to ask questions beforehand. And one thing I would have like changed differently is to be confident that I didn't know what they wanted. <laughs> so then I would have like mm-hmm. asked more questions on what they would like specifically, but again, um, we managed and they fit into the game, um, like well the character's personality and therefore part of the game. So, yeah, <laughs> that's the process. <laughs> so how was how was the game in the end, or some games you worked on? Um, did it work in the end? Did you? try to play it by yourself how was it um they, they all worked they, unfortunately they weren't released because the game studio uh closed down before it was able to go out oh, there that is shame. however i know but i did like fortunately recorded the gameplay before so that i was able to put it in a reel and fortunately <laughs> i focused on the high priority animations and they were all rushed like it was i didn't have like time to like really um i just had to go with the go-go mind like just go for it um quite little planning and just it's it is like that like you have to make sure that you get it was a very big balance of quality and quantity and i was really trying to push a lot of um Mm -hmm. a lot as many as i can and especially trying to just understand the time and quality they wanted so that's the that's the balance that i had to look for <laughs> when i was trying to yeah make it work in the game it sounds like a quite tough uh, first job i'd be excited to <laughs> join uh my career i dreamed about and then the first job i don't know it <laughs> sounds a bit scary for someone just entering the industry was it the same for you? No, for me, it wasn't. Actually, um, I was lucky because I joined as a part of this special scheme where um, there are more people that joined at the same time. So, and oh, nice. I think they managed really well. It was, I think I was really lucky. Yeah. Um, I can I cannot complain. There was a great group of people. They prepared everything really well, and yeah, it was great. Um, I think I was probably mm. lucky and fortunate. Yeah. 
And That's I was awesome. gonna ask you if if, if it's um, if you can say publicly what was the reason that the company closed down, or if you cannot say it publicly, don't don't say it. Mm, I think was, I think I can say, but because I feel like um, it's not my company, it's I don't feel very like I don't think I can like I wouldn't choose to say like publicly like out loud. I think it's. I think it's a uh, someone else's voice rather than an animator that's just like me. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, no worries. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, how did you find your next job, or um, how did you start looking for the next one after after the first one? Well, the first um, the first job was um, I learned a lot. Like, despite like you know the little like it was highly like demanding. Um, so it made the like finding a new job um like oh I did the hard part like wonder what studio I can go for like um I knew that it wasn't (laughs) I was trying to like have hope in the big ones but um I ended up um finding drawing code and oh I've I've lost the question what is the question again it it was uh how did you then start looking for the next one or what were your uh first steps (laughs) after um after what happened with the first one. Okay, sorry. I completely like when I was um talking, I was like, oh, what was I where was I um <laughs> going for again? Um no, no worries. So I collected nurse, okay. Um I collected the animations from um the the like the first um studio because those were my current animation. Uh because the because it was so highly demanding, I wasn't able to like have time to create my personal animations. So I had to create a reel from that, collect all the animation shots such as, well, slash gameplay, and put it into a reel. And I had to ask if I can show it publicly or privately, because it depends um, on the... It wasn't owned by me, it was owned by the company. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I think, I, I believe I created a reel from there and when I first first applied to the jobs it would be a private reel but when it was announced um announced announced uh it was closing down I was I was able to ask if I can show it publicly and I basically tried to get as many people um looking at it and see if anyone is interested in hiring me and I applied to many different, um, into different websites and mainly LinkedIn. And that's when I landed um, Drawing Code. I found, I found it in the little, um, <laughs> the little list of what, like, who is finding a 3D animator. I applied to that mm-hmm. and they hired me there. <laughs> mm, nice. Yeah. I, I remember I tried to look for a job on LinkedIn as well, and it it's great to use it, but I got a bit scared when I saw that it shows how many people applied as well. So I saw the number; Aww. it was very high. I was like, yeah. "Wow, this is <laughs> this is impossible." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did refresh. I was like at one point quite well. I would say like during the first year, I was quite crazy, like try, like refreshing the LinkedIn page like constantly. And it wasn't great because also you need some space on your phone. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I do understand like not be like high pressuring because like, it's like 
you guys applied before me. <laughs> so, yeah. But keep, keep asking. And did you... <laughs> yeah. And did you face quite a few rejections or how, how was it for you? Um, you know, because I guess the reality is that um, you need to persevere and keep applying to be lucky in the end. So how was it for you? Lots of rejections. <laughs> I think everyone like faces lots of rejection. <laughs> Honestly, you mm-hmm. you just have to keep going because at the end of the day, like, um, the a rejection is like a step. As long as you've applied, it gives you the confidence that you are making the steps to get a job, and if it, the re- the rejection shouldn't stop you from um keep on applying because again it's just a, it's just an indicator that it's just not for you at that time it's just it is it is time and it is how many you apply so those are like mm-hmm. two ingredients time and how many you apply <laughs> yeah and if one rejection rejection it may mean that the next job may be even a better one than the one that they uh, rejected so You never know. That's yeah. correct, yeah. If you want to boost your creative career, check out our Skillshare class, which was inspired by the podcast. It's called the 10 tips on how to succeed in your creative career. And you can find out more in the show notes. Also, make sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletter called Creative Spotlight to stay up to date with the show and much more. Thanks. And the second job is... Yeah, yeah, and the second job, it's your current one, right? Yes, I worked. I worked freelance. I worked as a freelancer beforehand. I, I forgot to kind of mention that, but I have worked that with that too. Well, worked in that little dabbler, like freelancer, but that was like a very small time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. So why didn't you continue as a freelancer? Was it just as something temporary, or you didn't enjoy freelancing? Um, I when I dabbled into freelancing, I I just want mainly just felt like I wanted a full time, but only mainly because I think it gives you a set time of work. You get nine a.m. to five p.m., and that's your everyday regime. Whereas freelancing, you're you can have the tendency to work, overwork or um, mm-hmm. you need to t- like time manage, and I felt like. I don't want to be at risk of overdoing it because I think that is not what I want to experience. I think that was just a personal choice. Freelancing is a personal mm-hmm. choice. It's for you. Go for it. If it's not, find a full time or part time or what suits you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, can you then tell us more about your current job? Uh, what maybe what is specifically you do there if it's different in what way is it different from the previous job it's quite similar i have i was rigging the character i did rig the character i still animate um little animations for the game to work so a game design will have a set of animations for its work for example um the first anim the fir- the first Studios game was about monsters eating pizza, so obviously you need an animation having a monster eating pizza. <laughs> so 
yeah <laughs> the specifications for um for the game to function like animate for the game to function is still the same um priorities um still have to be established you need a high priority low priority um so that you know what goes you need to animate first and then work your way through and asking for feedback is the same so you have to implement feedback if the, if it doesn't work towards um if it just needs improvement here and there um in accordance to the, the game designer or your art director and the difference is i'd say hmm i'll say that <laughs> let me say differences differences characteristics is, uh, <laughs> is it is it more chilled now or more organized or less stressed i am the only animator um and i have been oh, an, really? alone for a while yeah i've been um my first job i did have a um a second animator but there was a moment like three months in i was alone for about mm -hmm. a month or two i don't know until another animator came so i did have an extra animator temporarily in the first studio whereas here i have more, um i am the only animator and i'd say i have um a lot more communication with the art director um in this mm -hmm. industry in this um uh studio and it's not because like i didn't like my last art director <laughs> no none, none of that i think that studio was more of a go 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 here is more um the art director that i have right now um specifically like make sure that we don't go through crunch time and make sure that um everyone works at their at a pace where things work but also um not feeling highly you know feeling highly pressured and make sure that um the quality is there wait what did i say <laughs> But, um, no, no, yeah, it, it makes I, sense uh, to f foster a nice working environment, um, not to mm. stress out, not to do overtime, and I guess enjoy more working in general. So, what? Mm -hmm. um, the pipeline. What is your? Yeah. Uh, pipeline is different. Slightly, slightly. Um, before I would. Um, because I joined in slightly later in this um, company, I guess they, um, I guess they've already worked on. They haven't worked. I don't really know actually. I will say they haven't worked out how to implement the animations just yet. I had more of a go 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 plan of how to set up the animations in the previous, but that's only because it was so like quick and repetitive. At the same time, we knew what the new uh unity project will look like because we it's basically the same uh format of the animation controller so yeah mm -hmm. but here oh i, yeah, I don't yeah. i currently um um we are right now currently working that out and uh since you joined uh how many projects do you worked on or is it just the only one um I've worked on another animations, um, sorry, another project, 
Um, so again, another difference is probably that we've um, created a game every month, but this game that we're working on now is for, it's been on for a year, I believe. It's going to like be released soon. Uh, so wait for that. <laughs> Um, but I have worked on a different, um, project. I have worked on, I worked on another project that had to impress clients, <laughs> but I can't say too much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was wondering if there is anything public that you can share, but I guess there isn't. Not at the moment. It will be soon though. Okay. Obviously. We will be excited for the new one that is coming and we'll check it out when it's out. Thank you. And thank you for like this cool uh, podcast. <laughs> you know that this guy, Tom, has literally like tried to get the best quality um, video here. So <laughs> we it. we got so many episodes. Please just check them out. <laughs> this is very cool. I, I really respect <laughs> that you're starting this podcast. <laughs> Don't think anyone has no, said that, but I mean, <laughs> just try and we'll see how it goes. But uh, no big expectations. It's just for fun and uh, to inspire others. Um, it's good. So, uh, At least you've done. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Um, what can you share some advice? Uh, whether it comes from your time at university or looking for a job or your work experience? Mm, depends. Which one do you, uh, which specific parts of my, uh, like, which uh, specific parts of my animation stages would you like to um, get a advice from? Like, from, because um, uh, then I have... <laughs> I mean, we can... Yeah, if, if we if we can start, if you can, um, as a successful student who uh, graduated with uh, first class, what oh, yeah. uh, advice would you give to someone who wants to go to university if it's worth it, or how to mm -hmm. you know maximize their time there, or something? What would you say to younger yourself? Anything that comes to your mind? Oh, sure. Okay, so someone who is looking for a university i would say that's um specifically for animation or maybe is trying to explore the 3d pipeline um like different roles because there's so many roles in the 3d um, world such as rigging 3d modeling 3d animations whatever and the first thing i would do objectively is look at the portfolio of the university and specifications of each modules so that you understand the quality and portfolio that you're going to make because at the end of the day when you start trying to apply to jobs outside online even you are basically showing your artistic skills from that rather than a CV in a mm -hmm. academic world like if you was to be applying for um a receptionist <laughs> or maybe an accountant even <laughs> something that's not from the creative industry you are specializing in 
creating the best representation of your skills in that portfolio. Hopefully that makes sense. Yep, yeah, yeah, sure. And when it comes to uh, working as a, either as an artist or in creative industries, uh, some career advice? Career advice. When you start off or is looking for a job? You can say both. Okay. So when you're looking for a job, I'd say there is this word like networking, <laughs> which is really, <laughs> it, it can be kind of a bizarre, um, it can be a bizarre perspective, but um, I would, I don't, <laughs> my definition of networking is basically just getting to know people. That's all it is. It's not, like getting to know mm -hmm. people in the industry and just appreciating how they got into it. Um, people tend to like may well may feel like that is the only way. Like that that I need to only know this person just to get a job, and I think that's the worst way of approaching anyone because it can give some form of desperation and it's kind of fake. And I don't think anyone would like yeah, if yeah, I was yeah. to talk. Exactly. If anyone were to talk to like one and feel like, hey, I just need to talk to you just because I get a job, I might get a job. That's the wrong approach. <laughs> you will uh, unlikely. Yeah, I, I can agree. <laughs> You'll get the aura. The aura is um, not, they might want to back away. <laughs> I would say definitely be authentic and give your best mm -hmm first impression if you were to if you were to go into networking industries um sorry not networking industries we're networking uh meetups because sometimes the creative um there's sometimes a little meetups that people do so that people meet new people and get stories and like this podcast understand like how to get um into the industry <laughs> you basically learn and it, I feel like appreciating learning how people got into the industry just builds up your confidence because you will have your own story mm -hmm. soon. Um, and someone sharing their story can, you can find re like relatability to that. And when you find relatability, that will give you the confidence to continue applying and work through the rejections. And when mm -hmm. I talk about yeah, yeah. giving your first impression, again, that's just basically knowing what you know and what you don't know. I think you're not obviously going to come across as like, when I say, <laughs> when you give your first impression, you're not going to see everyone in the network industry as like your friends, like, hey, I <laughs> vomited already. <laughs> I vomited like two days ago. You're not going to like embarrass yourself like that. <laughs> I think everyone knows. Maybe I hope I don't need to explain how to give a first great first impression. But you're not gonna come across as, I guess, come across as yourself, but not, not weird as hell. Not too, not overly friendly. Just as yet, just read the environment and get to understand people. Mm -hmm. That's how I would say. And then yeah. perhaps, and um, because of networking, perhaps they will, sh like I said, give you confidence. But then they might like give you um word of advice and it might have some, maybe maybe they'll have a job like 
job openings here and there. Not guaranteed that you're going to get a job, but like I said, first impression and be authentic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great tip. I can only agree. I heard it so many times about networking. Um, from my own experience, mm -hmm. I can only agree with that. So what you said, it's great and spot on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I met a cool person like you. When, when that's it, how I. Oh, I'm networking. I'm networking. <laughs> Glad I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, uh, where do you see yourself in the future? What are your plans? Uh, when it, either um, dream position, dream project, dream company, um, where do you see yourself? I think first and utmost, I see myself in a team. In an animation team, I've been in a, I've been an animator. <laughs> it sounds like a vague answer, but I've been the only animator for a while now. <laughs> only very, I know very limited people that that does animation, and I think it'll be great to like bounce off. I think it's good to, to meet, um, like work with people that has similar interest in you because then you are able to subconsciously bounce ideas and skill sets that's related to your work um mm -hmm. and i will then i would love to see because i was working in i remember how do i say this <laughs> i was working <laughs> towards a feature film but like i would love to be in a feature film but um if life takes me to and just continuously games, like I think like it would be a stylized animation for sure. I have yet to work out where I specifically want to be in simply because of how my career has like developed. I think as mm -hmm. of now, I don't want to be too mechanical. I just want to like develop my animation skill set and see what I enjoy. And I definitely enjoy, um, storytelling start story um stylized animated dynamic movements even and i think i think i will go um when i have developed that like or developed like how do i say this like, create a reel for it i'll see where i'll go from there and i think i'm quite open-minded on where it will because i'm sure my reel will lead me to the correct place in or correct mm -hmm. um project when yeah, I see yeah. it, I know it. <laughs> and I wonder, I mean, fingers crossed, we'll see in a, in a few years uh, when we when your name is in credits of some animation <laughs> uh, feature film. <laughs> it's so cool. I was just uh, curi curious, do you know um, how competitive is it if you compare like working as animator, let's say in games versus in uh films is one maybe more competitive than the other or is it similar um quite unsure i would say um i can only just observe and from what i've gathered from observation hmm i would say i can't tell with that one like i would say like mm. I think generally speaking, the animation uh, industry is competitive as well as supportive. So 
I think it only depends on your reel. If your reel is like, say for instance, so League of Legends themed, I think <laughs> you'll be <laughs> beaten by someone who is <laughs> with a kid's animation, perhaps. <laughs> so I think it mm-hmm. very, very, I, I can't tell generally. I think it just, I think everyone has um their own like skill sets and specific speciality to give in a company and I think if you just keep believing yourself there you can either see the competition as really hard or you're just confident in that you can just do it kind of thing does that make sense mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah that's understandable and is your real uh, publicly available yes it is <laughs> it was um form from it was formed by the my last studio so those were the last animations i um are able to show publicly i have yet to gain well i have worked on personal projects but um i need to like develop them a lot more further uh, for it to be in a real mm-hmm. mm-hmm. cool so we can share the link uh, we'll can edit to show notes <laughs> so that uh, people can have a look sure <laughs> and so if if you were to work on a, a feature animation what would be maybe your dream project or what's like your favorite animated films that you would want to work on <laughs> maybe feel like a kid <laughs> like because i feel like this is my little <laughs> kitty size like oh my god i would obviously love to be like Pixar. <laughs> i would love to be in um um little uh I think Pixar, because there's always been, I think if I had to dream big, Pixar would be the not ultimate um, feature film place. Mm-hmm. Only because, sorry, DreamWorks. I would love to be DreamWorks too. Why not? <laughs> I don't, I've got nothing against DreamWorks. It's just, <laughs> I think I, when I was younger, I'd mix the brands anyway. <laughs> but I would say DreamWorks, um, Pixar, those big ones. I can dream. I'll I'll dream them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh Sony! Oh my God! I, Sony I mean, has created really cool final uh, so I can't eliminate them. They, whichever got great styles or like, just yeah, great mm-hmm. styles and storytelling. Oh, I think I might. I obviously would love to be in that. <laughs> yeah, I I can only agree. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so what what some specific specific films from either um, Pixar or. Um, DreamWorks. I know you mentioned before um, Toy Story or Finding Nemo. So, are there any <laughs> maybe newer ones or some other yeah. that uh, you enjoyed? I definitely. I mean, I think everyone enjoyed it. It was. This isn't from DreamWorks or um, uh, Disney. It was Spider Man verse. Um, was it again? Is it Spider Man? Spider Man outside. Spider-Man versus is the is the animated Spider-Man. I can't I can't believe I cannot remember. How oh, the the into Spider-Verse and across Spider-Verse. Yes, yes. I cannot believe I forgot the name that one. <laughs> Freaking awesome. <laughs> he does not like the style there. It was mainly the style there is absolutely pretty. Mm, yeah, mm. I, I definitely agree. It was it was beautiful. Uh, excited for mm. the next one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes, oh, arcane about League of Legends, right? Yeah, 
there are so many cool animations out there. I think I just need to keep like looking. I know. <laughs> and one that I would I would mention is uh, there was recently animated feature film Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It the animation was similar to Spider Man. It was also so beautiful. And how uh, how much do you share your work on LinkedIn? If um, people want to want some inspiration, or you can uh, be inspiration for them, can they follow you? Oh, I wish it was often. Like I really wish. Like I wouldn't when I post something. If I was to, I would hundred percent love it when people like give me feedback. Only because, like I mentioned, I'm the only animator, and everyone's mm-hmm. there to. I would say, like, whenever I am ready to like show a personal work, I think I'll send it there. But it's not as regular. I haven't like added mm-hmm. um time to personal study as of now. I have quite a very nice um, was a very nice balance of work and and free time because I go climbing when I um finish work sometimes like that's like a great form of exercise it's a way to just zone out and get away from the screen (laughs) so as of now i'm trying to work out time the time to you know work personal things and send it out there yeah but uh share something on linkedin i can try to reshare it uh if people Oh. <laughs> either to provide feedback or you know to follow you or for some inspiration um definitely go for it thank you you too this podcast everyone go follow tom's <laughs> podcast <laughs> thank you it's re- really really like uh, wait, wait, uh, no. remember that you actually you thank did this yourself thank mm-hmm. you i will have just uh last few qu- questions since uh we are sure. over an hour so uh mm-hmm. we spoke about linkedin but where can people follow you or uh where they can see your work um instagram dang it art or mainly linkedin um Janie dang so yeah those two mm-hmm. just... yeah cool we'll, uh, add it to... <laughs> I, i will add everything to the show notes so people can have a look and Thank then you. is there a any question or something i forgot to question i should have asked or something um you want to share that uh, you know uh, is worth sharing um how did you start off this podcast and how did you <laughs> it's towards you because i think it's very cool that you started this um like people get scared to start something like this so <laughs> so take it, take it, away, take it away. <laughs> unless you have an episode for that I then was... we'll definitely there. <laughs> no I, I didn't have but uh, I'm not gonna lie I was scared as well I was like uh, mm-hmm. how do I start you know it's not just grab grab microphone and start speaking with someone you wanna you wanna do mm-hmm. some research and know how to do that so yeah I did a lot of research obviously it was stepping out of my comfort zone so didn't uh, didn't know if I should do that then uh, I guess I was maybe even afraid of what people are going to think about you know guy just sharing <laughs> why should people listen to him and stuff like that so 
Yeah, it, it wasn't easy, but I enjoy uh, speaking with people, uh, in, inspiring people f- such as with you now. I find out something new. It's pretty cool what you do, and it's also motivating for me. So it's definitely don't regret that I started. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is something that I, <laughs> I can take from here too. You honestly, that the starting something like this is um, not easy. So <laughs> good job on patting the back on you. Thank story. you. I, I appreciate it when I uh, hear, you know, supportive or some positive words like this. And then I would have uh, one last question. It's a it's mm-hmm. a bit deeper one that I got inspired from yeah. some other podcasts. So if you had attention of everyone and you could share, uh, I don't know, either some kind of wisdom or just to say something to people and they would hear it what would you tell them oh the definition of confidence um i stumbled across this book of confidence and i i think it was called six pillars of confidence or seven pillars of confidence i cannot remember it was just about confidence (laughs) and it (laughs) was Confidence is made up of, I'm paraphrasing by the way, confidence is made of two components, self-trust and self-respect. So when you feel like you're lacking confidence, Mm -hmm. you have to ask yourself, which component are you lacking? Are you lacking um, self-trust in your decisions or are you just being crappy and mean about yourself? If one is Mm -hmm. unleveling or lacking, then you're lacking the overall confidence so i think mm-hmm. when it's so how it's applicable is just generally when you're not feeling um confident those are the, basically the questions you, like you have to just um, um ask yourself like which one is it and it could be both yeah that, that's that great i will do <laughs> <laughs> i will do more research on it and I'm glad I asked this question. It's the first time I actually <laughs> thought about it. So it's it's a yeah. good answer. Yeah. It helps me a lot. Like, because, you know, everyone you, says be more yeah. confident. But what mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, just, it's not like be more confident and suddenly you will be more confident. Like nothing. It's not that easy. <laughs> no, of course. Mm. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um i think uh, we can finish it then for today i uh, mm-hmm. thank you so much for your time it was a pleasure to meet you to speak with you and yeah. to find out something new as i said um i'm curious so i didn't know much about animation and also it's inspiring to hear someone who's you know pursuing your dream career so I just wish you good luck and uh, thank you. And I will stay in touch with, with this. Thank you. And thank you for this cool podcast and opportunity. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And I will stay in touch. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app, get in touch to provide your feedback or share any ideas for future guests. Thank you and see you soon.